welcome to the Startups and Downs podcast, where we discuss the highs and lows of running a business with a creative mind. Startups more often than not look like one person at home with a laptop working really bloody hard, living the dream of wearing your PJs to work, but at what cost? The fact you can technically do anything can prove to be a motivational nightmare with no boundaries and the loneliness of working in isolation is often underestimated. We want to share with you our experiences of working from home to help you whether you are considering working from home or already are and just need a little help. We've got your back. We've all worked from home in some capacity. So firstly, Grace, let's kick it off with you. And actually, how is everyone? Uh-huh. I'm um, great. Uh, really good, thanks, Dan. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right as well. How it's a Sunday here, so how's everyone's weekends been so far? Really nice. I've just been doing some sewing, finishing off my wedding dress, and hanging out Exciting. with my pooch. I'm excited to take her for a little swim in the river this afternoon, and maybe have a little beer. Adorable. Make- did yeah. I see on your Instagram that she graduated from puppy school? Yes, my dog Marigold um, is now a graduate of preschool for puppies. Wow. <laughs> so does she get like a, a certificate? Yes, she does. She got a little certificate. <laughs> there was no graduation cap, uh, but I don't think she would have wore it. She had a little bandana around her neck. It was really cute. And yeah, she, she did really well. It was really sweet. They kind of give graduations for everything nowadays. I feel like, why would you even go to uni? You could graduate from preschool. <laughs> it's so true. What have you been up to, Gracie? Yesterday I had my first day back at uni and it was 8am till 5pm so I was feeling pretty exhausted this morning, had a really juicy sleep in that I haven't had in so long Um, and I've worked a couple of late nights on Thursday and Friday so today it's just been like really chill doing some housework, having that kind of Sunday thing. And then later tonight, because it's a long weekend in Melbourne, guys, mm. tomorrow's a public holiday here for Labor Day. So right. I'm going to meet up with some friends, have some dinner, go out, and then have another day off tomorrow. So pretty good. It's like I a Saturday for me. Living <laughs> the dream. Yeah. What are you doing, Dan? Oh, what am I doing? Well, I'm currently doing a cleanse with a pool where since we've booked in our wedding, we're um, getting wedding body preparation in full swing, which is exciting yet terrifying because, I mean, Paul is a chef, so he should be good at cooking. He totally is. But these, we're following this meal plan and it's pretty tricky because we don't know, like literally every day it's a new surprise of what we're going to be eating. So that's been an interesting time. Um, Friday night, I went to a networking event in Brisbane, which was a million times great and really worth the effort. I often don't go to networking things because I feel like a lot of effort, but also once you get there, it's great, except on the way home, I found out. My parking was $60. Oh, my God. That's crazy. It's a lot of money. How long were you parked there? Three hours. That's a bit ridiculous. It it costs more than my dinner and my drinks. So, Well, you you had cheap dinner and drinks. (laughs) (laughs) But, yes, that's kind of been the highlight of what's been happening with us lately. I don't have too much else to report on, I don't think. Yesterday we went for a walk by the water, which was a nice time. 
It's been lovely. And yeah, it's generally working. No, it sounds good. Working from home because that's what you do. Oh, yes. <laughs> they went there. Little segue. Love a good segue. Are those stand-up scooter things called segways as well? Yes. yes. I don't see how they wonderful world do we live in. <laughs> segway. Yeah, which came first, the segway or the segway? I think it was. Exactly. Do you think segways were invented to segue into conversations like seamlessly, like you were just standing there the whole time? (laughs) (laughs) I just, uh, for everyone not able to visually see, I just did a great um, visual representation of (laughs) segways. Anyway, segueing into our topic today, all about working from home. All right, as we were going to go into before, Grace, can you tell us a bit about your experience and enjoyment levels or unenjoyment levels of working from home? Yeah, so I'm pretty lucky that I have a really flexible work schedule roster. I do, like I will plan my week and it's really open-ended work in hospitality. So a lot of the work is like weekends, our peak periods like Friday, night, Saturday night. And part of my role is to also do these kind of audits on uh, services. So I'll often work like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, all that kind of stuff. And then around that, I really can just like make my own schedule. So the capacity that I work from home will be, I can choose to work from home for a day or say, if I working at night, I'll do like a half day from home because it's just a lot easier and flowing from this kind of home office that I have. I find it incredibly challenging. Um, I think that like the enjoyment goes up and down depending on what kind of work I'm doing and where I'm at. I find that it can be sometimes more productive for me to work from home by myself than going into the office because in the office, there'll be so many other people in our shared office that are always talking. There's all this different stuff going on. I can be really sidetracked from what I'm doing and maybe I'll be pulled into a meeting or we'll have an impromptu discussion around changing our packaging and, and that will take up an hour. Whereas actually, if I'm just at home by myself, I might complete my duties, but it can really vary. It can sometimes be incre- like extremely productive and awesome. Yeah, so I guess mixed emotions and feelings changing all the time. (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting, um, Grace, what you say about your productivity levels working from home because, yeah, I think that's something that I hear a lot from other people. Like at my work, we kind of, people can have the flexibility to work from home when they want slash need to. It's more probably a need basis because most people, uh, we have a core team in the office that mostly do come in their set days and then if they a lot of them have families so if they have kids they stay home and work with them if they need to or if they're not well or sometimes somebody just thinks that they'd be more productive at home but yeah the whole productivity thing there was a study done it was by harvard business review and they looked into productivity it was i maybe they just published it sorry they didn't do the study but they found that their employees were more productive this particular organization it hasn't been widely studied, but this one did find much more productivity from being at home. So I thought that was interesting. But mm. I don't know. It's And you said sometimes you do. I have only taken up the work from home offer once because I thought it would be amazing. I thought, yes, I'm going to get so much done. I can go for walks when I want. Like it's going to be bliss. It was not. It was horrible. I think having... It depends. I, horrible is a strong word. I got a lot done. Honestly, I probably was more productive. If my goal was to be the most productive person I could be, 
I think working from home would hands down be the way to go. But Mm -hmm. for my own happiness, I don't think I would choose to do it that way at the moment. I think if I tried to do it, I'd, I'd put into place some strategies, which we'll talk about later as well. But but you built Chip the Teacup from home. Yeah, well, that's true, actually. I must say that um, the fashion brand that I launched, Chip the Teacup, I did do from home, but I was also working full-time in an in office and unrelated job altogether. And it was more customer service sort of role. And then I did it pretty much nights, weekends, days off. So it kind of didn't really feel like working from home because it was my regular home times anyway. Mm-hmm. And I was so busy that I didn't have any choice then to just get in and do the work. Yep. And I also was really lucky. I was actually living with Grace's mom at the time and she was quite invested in my business too. And it kind of felt like we had a bit of a little, little in-house team. And, um, so I didn't feel like the reasons I didn't like it this time was because I felt a bit lonely and I really missed the collaboration of ideas. I missed the sort of just those old coffee machine chats. I kind of just felt like I was doing the work and I was getting it done, but I was missing the social element, I guess. And it just made me feel at the end of the day that really lonely, I guess. Yeah. But you're right. I have done it in different ways. And I think for Chip the Teacup, there was no other way. And I think for a lot of startups, that's the way it is. Like I was a startup fashion business, couldn't afford an office. I didn't really have a choice but to be from home. But I guess, which kind of segues into one of the tips I have, which is finding a way to make it more collaborative, finding a way. I made it collaborative at home because that's the type of person I am. I'm a more social person. I really feed off other people's energy and vibes and conversations. So I found, brought other people from my life to support me in that. And I was just really lucky as well. So yeah, I don't know. What about you, Dan? Um, you've been working from home, what, or two years? How long yeah. have you been going? Two years? Yeah, I think it's been about two years. Well, LinkedIn told me two years. So. Well, LinkedIn never lies. It's so handy. Yeah, it is handy. Otherwise, I'm like just scrolling through my invoices back to number one and being yeah. like, where was that sent? Yeah, it's been a while now. Before I worked from home, it just seemed like this mystical place that I didn't know how it would work, how people lived from home. I just thought it was like a dream lifestyle. Like you mean you don't have to go to work. That's amazing. How great. And I think I definitely fed into the preconceptions of working from home and that it was all Dr. Phil and lying on the lounge and drinking margaritas. And it's not like, it is not that at all. And it's definitely been a lot of highs and lows or ups and downs, you may say, uh, throughout the whole process. And in the beginning, I was working literally from my couch on my laptop. And that lasted a few months before I got some serious shoulder issues happening. (laughs) And then, but you know, as a startup, like I was literally just quit my job, started this business, had to buy like an office chair from Gumtree for like 20 bucks because I was like, I need a chair got a desk from a real estate agent who was closing down, um, just really mismatched a little office that I had going on in the lounge room, living in quite a small house at the time. And our spare room was very, very hot. So I was literally in where my life would be 
otherwise. So it was a little bit challenging to do that because I never felt that I was really truly switching off. Um, And then as kind of the business progressed and I wanted to have more of a balanced lifestyle, which you'll hear about in one of our other episodes, we moved to a bigger house and now I have an office in our house, which is great because it is a lot more separate to the house. And I find that to be a good way of managing everything. But I think overall, I really love it. I have looked into getting an office space and also have gone to some co-working spaces, but I really think that I'm most productive on my own. And I understand that more social people could definitely feed off of having people around and that chitter chatter and having people to chat to. But for me, I honestly don't miss the everything that comes with a workplace other than probably like getting dressed up and getting a compliment on your outfit because <laughs> otherwise it's just me <laughs> complimenting myself. <laughs> so yeah, overall pretty good from my end. Definitely some challenges, but I enjoy it and I don't think I would change a thing. I think that's really good, Dan, that you recognize the type of person you are and you've had different experiences to compare it to and you're making it work. Do you think it helps having, uh, now that you have employees in your business, because you're stepping up your startup game, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to Yoga with Adrian there. <laughs> um, do you think that that helps you have that sense of like togetherness or some kind of social element in a nice way? Or have you found that challenging and hard because you were on your own so much No, I actually really love it. I love because all of my team is virtual, so they're not located where I am, so I don't see them face-to-face. And I really love it because it's kind of like I'm here when they need me, I'm not here when they don't. I feel like it's really good because it's sort of those touch points. We use a lot of Voxer, voice messaging. Um, We use Asana for project management, Zoom for team meetings or calls. And it really feels like you are quite connected because you are constantly in conversation or checking in with each other. I think it's actually ideal for me because I can get quite sidetracked in the whole, what are you having for lunch today? Or how was your weekend? Or just having a chat because I'm quite easy. If there's someone around me, I'll be like, look, guys, let's go for ice cream. But yeah, I I wouldn't do that by myself. But if I had someone else, I'd be like, let's do it. Easily distracted, maybe, or fun seeking behavior. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Mm-hmm. Which do you, would you say you prefer then, um, Grace, out of your experiences doing both? Do you think you you prefer having that choice or is there one that you find better over the other? Yeah, I think that with my role in operations, there's no way that I could do it full time. I have to be it's, mm. it's like spend a lot of time with the stores that I manage. So I love having the option and the flexibility with my workplace that I can just choose and do it when I want to. Yeah. So I love the mix and to do it like a little bit. I think that I also am not great at it a lot of the time and that I can definitely improve. So it's not a huge strength of mine to work from home or to that that huge home discipline because I think that it's really hard. I think that it can be hugely beneficial. It works for a lot of people with a lot of different circumstances. When Dan was talking about like how she works from home, I was actually just thinking like, 
we wouldn't have been able to do this 10, 15 years ago because so many awesome so resources sure that we're using really help us work from home. So I think it's an it's an awesome yeah. option that I'm super lucky to have. But I, I think that it's really hard. And for my particular situation, it wouldn't work full time. But yeah, I love I love having the option and the flexibility. So yeah. now that you have worked from home and have some experience with that, what would be your top tip for someone who either is working from home now or is thinking about doing it or has that on their horizon yeah definitely so my biggest tip or my main tip that I'm going to talk about is basically pretend you're not at home so if you're Mm. lucky enough to have an office that's awesome if you don't that's okay and you're just using the kitchen table like that's cool but just focus on the day acting like you are not at home you're at work so you can simulate a workplace so wake up when you would usually wake up and go to work get ready for work, get dressed, don't stay in your pajamas all day, don't multitask, like don't think you can do a sneaky load of washing or like watch TV at the same time where you're trying to do your nails because it's not productive, you're just going to watch TV. So really, yeah, set those boundaries. Don't like see mates, be like, I'm just working from home today, mum, do you want to come over and stop in for a cup of coffee because it's, it's not going to work. You're not working. So really, yeah, set those boundaries. If you wouldn't use social media during your day at work, then keep it off. Don't, you know, scroll. And if those things are really tough for you, all the distractions that you do have at home can be, be difficult. I would go somewhere else and simulate a workplace. So lots of people work at cafes, not because they're just convenient and like having an endless stream of coffee isn't (laughs) (laughs) but because of the amount of people around and that chatter kind of gives this white noise that can be really calming for people if you're used to working in an office with a lot of people around and it can help you focus as well so yeah kind of overall Mm. just don't multitask and pretend you're not at work I think that it's hard to stick to with those distractions, but if you do, it's it's really awesome for your productivity, yeah. There's actually been studies on that white noise, as you say, as like a ambient noise which creates a feeling of community while not distracting you from a task, which I think is really interesting. That is interesting. That's cool. So cool. (laughs) I'm kind of intrigued to hear now, Grace, about some of the terrible days you've had from working at home you said you're pretty bad at it I want some bad examples yeah (laughs) how did you not do it well definitely (laughs) um so I've recently moved and there's an office here but uh, my old house I had quite a quite a really big bedroom and I was in a share house so I had my desk in my bedroom and I would roll out of bed make a coffee and go straight to my desk because I find that like most people, I'm the most productive the earliest on. But then I would end up doing some emails, being quite productive for that first hour, but I would not get dressed, (laughs) not shower, (laughs) drinking coffee. And then it would be, you know, close to midday and I would make some food and then kind of, because I haven't simulated that work environment or started my day, it would just have this flow on. So I'd be like, yeah, let's do some washing. Maybe I'll watch TV. I'm having a shower at 2 p.m. It just throws your whole day off. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, and it really just starts, it starts off bad. So yeah, the really, um, unproductive days I've had I would maybe do two hours of work out of the actual entire eight hours that I'm getting paid for so it's it's definitely yeah it's not a productive thing yeah what about um you Dan have you had any really bad days 
Oh, (laughs) (laughs) definitely have had some bad days. Sometimes you can't really get out of that mind funk of, you know, those social interactions definitely do wake up your mind because you have to be switched on for conversations. And when it is just you in your office, you don't have that stimulation, which definitely you can simulate. You can, you know, obviously I've got a partner and I've got some cats who are pretty chatty. So um, (laughs) there are definitely different things you can do. But I think in the early days, my biggest challenge was never fully switching off and always half being at work. And so I'd never give myself permission to have the space. And by doing that, I was A, feeling guilty for not working, but B, not working and then getting hardly anything done. So I think now that I've done it for a while, I understand that completely switching off is so important. Otherwise it's just a waste of time, like a literal waste of your time. That's a good yeah, tip. Yeah, definitely. That's an awesome mm. one. I bet you, you have lots of tips because you have kind of been doing it for such a long time. Do you have any other major truth bombs slash tips that you could drop? Yeah, sure. Actually, my first tip is going to be one which I haven't implemented yet, but learned about it quite recently from someone else who I was at a dance class. He was asking me about how work's going. And he said that one of his friends used to work from home. And what he used to do was at the start of the day, get ready for work, do all of the morning things, walk out outside his house, walk around the block. And then when he walked back in the door, that was the start of the work day. And then at the end of the day, do the same thing, but walk around the block the opposite direction. Like as if he was coming home from work. And then when he came home, he was like, that's the end of my work day. And I think that's the coolest thing ever. I like it. I think that it's such an awesome, like mindfulness practice to just have that walk and really Mm. focus, like have that transition. Because that's what really uh, I struggle with a lot is that blurred line between work and home when you're working from home and and that's such a cool idea I can't wait to hear how it goes Dan I know. yeah I'm really yes. excited to try it out it'll be good because I think as well working from home obviously a lot of it's based on technology so you do you're very accessible to your work and your work's very accessible to you so you know if you're getting emails from clients at 10 o'clock at night that's a possibility that work is still on your mind and you're replying to that or you know you're doing all of these work things which just kind of happen naturally slide into your life so I think setting boundaries is a huge important thing which is difficult it's not it's easier said than done to set those boundaries because you know some emergencies happened at 9 30 at night and what are you going to do you're going to ignore it you no, you're not probably because well I'm not because I feel like I need to action that but as well I think setting boundaries around you know when you're going to work when you're not going to work is really important and just around I guess the type of work you're doing and understanding when your body best reacts. Because the best thing about working from home is that you can set your own hours to your optimal productivity time. For me, I am a kind of 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. kind of person. I'm, hmm. I've never been a morning person, never been a night person. So that's my main day. time. Yes. So if I have a sleep in, I don't kill myself about it because it's actually fine. It's not even my most productive time. So... Yeah, that's I think a really that's good important. way to think about it. I think so too. I could go on forever, but I want to hear some of yours, Monique. I kind of, my main tip I would say is, yeah, trying to sort of think about 
yourself and what works for you because as you say Dan you are given this great opportunity where you can kind of shape your own reality in a way so what works for me is yeah having those social interactions so when I work from home I'm naturally love being in teams and I just try to create a team environment so if I can yeah if I don't have the money to have an employee, which I didn't when I was in Chip the Teacup, I found, you know, having a friend who was interested, who wanted to learn, or uh, you can start a pro. This is the other really cool thing, actually, that I loved on the topic of collaboration. If you want to call that, my first tip would be to find these collaborative opportunities. And in fashion, it's actually quite easy and really essential in all creative fields, I'd probably say, is to find other creatives that you can collaborate with. And it's just such a great opportunity in so many ways. So an example of that in fashion um, is reaching out to influencers, but probably more what I really did was in reaching out to other creative photographers that I was interested in because it was I, could, I couldn't afford really high quality images at the start, but I had seen people who were starting up their own businesses in photography or yeah so seeking out those people doing collaborative projects with them other people who are interested in styling or people who have their own jewelry label that complements my fashion and those mm. just build friendships and communities and I think that really helped me to work from home so that would be my first tip I love both your tips about I love that idea of making uh, deadlines and having boundaries and saying this is when I start, this is when I finish. And then obviously any emergencies or important things to do outside that you've got to do, but um, sort of having those set times, that's a great tip. But I don't really have any more than that. I, I think you guys have just done such a good job of covering it <laughs> all off. Like, yeah, well done and kudos to you. And I think I'd probably, the last thing I'll add is as a creative, I think it's important to have people to pitch your ideas to or people to sort of um, get creative juices flowing with. So Mm -hmm. I think, again, collaboration does that, but then also just friends and family, people like that you could reach out to or online communities like Facebook groups and stuff. Like I love that people put things in, Danielle, Tell me what the name of that Facebook group is. That like-minded bitches drinking wine. That's the one. Yeah, <laughs> I always love reading those, and people just put it out there. Like, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling. What do you think? I think that's a great opportunity to get your ideas out there as well. Because if you're at home and you're stuck, yeah, just find a way to find others if you want. Yep. I think that's so good. There's so many different ways of connecting too. And I think that collaborative idea and definitely building those connections pays off. Like you've got another friend to talk to and you've got another person who you can potentially gain some something from their audience and them from you as well. I think that's so good. I've, um, since the early days of my business connected with a lady called Karen Viverelli, who's an online business manager who I think we should have up on the show. Yes. But she's definitely a great person that I have to bounce ideas off of. And we're very honest with each other, which is great. And I think that having those particular people in your life that you can be like, Hey, what do you think of this? And they say, it is terrible. Or (laughs) (laughs) the one who you can truly trust, because I think when you're not in the business world, like a partner, like for instance, Paul, he's great. But at the same time, 
it's a different sort of great. And so having those business besties is so good. And I think on Instagram, there's a really great community feel on there. Everyone's really supporting each other. And yeah, there's so many ways to connect with people and not feel so lonely. Totally. So I guess to summarize, our uh, tips would be one, pretend you're not at home. Two, fight those uh, preconceptions and actually resist the urge to do your household duties and set boundaries. Three, having routines, so time limits, lunch breaks, and four would be staying connected, um, building communities and collaborating. So thanks so much for listening to us again. And we hope this has really helped you to work from home or to help you make a decision about possibly working from home. We'd love to hear if you try any of these or if you have more tips for us, please let us know. You can email us at hello at readcitywriting.com, which is R-E-A-D-C-I-T-Y writing.com. We look forward to hearing from you until then. Work hard, play hard. 